the city with your hosts, KMC and Mega Mister 46. Welcome everyone to Geek City episode 51. I'm KMC of the KMC Show. And as always, we got Mega Mister 46. He's got his own podcast on Anchor.fm. And this week on episode 51, it's all Star Wars this week. Lots and lots of stuff to come to talk about this week because we got we got to review chapter six of the Mandalorian and chapter seven was just released this morning and, and there's a whole bunch of uh reviews for rise of skywalker so let's get into it but, but before we do let's bring him in how you doing today mega mr 46 well right now i'm outside mm-hmm. and i also had to you know avoid watching of course, I had to watch the impeachment, which is a sobering day for America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very sobering, sobering day and, and historic day for America. The impeachment of Donald Trump, the vote in the House will take place uh, today. And um, yeah, and then a, a, a likely a trial. Uh, yeah, with two happen. charges. Right. Obstruction right. of Congress and abuse of power. Right. So we... we we expect, like everyone else, that that he'll be impeached by the House today. But uh, uh, um, uh, being convicted of impeachment, that is a huge question mark. We yeah, I got to have two-thirds of right. the senators. R- right. That, that, that's a, still a question. But, uh, um, yeah, it, it's going to happen. <laughs> Sorry, Trump supporters. It, I've seen a lot of people uh, protesting, but... It, I think it, it's inevitable. Um, but then again, he may become the third person to get acquitted. Mm-hmm. But but my money's leaning on towards uh, acquitting, you know? You, you, you think he'll be convicted? No, acquitted. Yeah, I, I think so, too. There's, there's, there's too many Republicans in the Senate to, to, uh, to uh, overturn. Um, to convict, I, I'll be shocked. I'll be totally shocked. But anyways, um, before let's get let's get to the Star Wars stuff. There's a lot to get to. Uh, we're gonna start with Chapter Six of The Mandalorian. It was entitled uh, "The Prisoner," and uh, it was directed by Rick. F- uh, I, sorry, I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, Fukuyama. Or, yeah, yeah, Fukuyama, yeah. Yeah, I think something like that. Sorry, Mr. Director, I botched your name, but it was a really good episode. I, I, I really enjoyed it. It's it's kind of a, a standalone um, type of episode. Doesn't really advance the plot a lot, but a lot of interesting moments in it. And it's basically a prison break episode. Uh, they're, they're, the Mandalorian joins with the team. Uh, uh, and uh, tries to break out uh, a prisoner. Uh, what what do you think of this? A thumbs up, thumbs in the middle. I I give thumb. it a thumbs up mm-hmm. because of those. Uh, there's some cast that are from the Clone Wars, like Clancy Brown as Berg. Mm-hmm. I call him Bezelberg because he mm-hmm. looked like the devil. And yes. um, Matt Lantern, Lanter, who played, who voiced Anakin Skywalker. Had a cameo appearance as a New Republic trooper. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Oh and, oh, and also three directors 
have a cameo appearance as the New Republic X-Wing pilot. Deborah oh, Chow. Right. And the <clears throat> Deborah Chow was one of the X-Wing pilots? Yep. Oh, and I didn't uh, notice. And the director of this episode. Right. And the most important of all, of all directors, Dave Filoni. Oh. Yeah, I, I did not notice that. Because I don't really know what they look like, so I didn't even know. That's that's really cool. That the well, well, the beard was obvious. Right. On the Dave Filoni, I yeah. noticed that beard. Right. Yeah, that that was really cool that they they did that. I did not know that, um, and that was a really nostalgic scene when the X wings making their their run. Um, really, really enjoyed that part of the episode, um, and um, yeah, uh, there's an actor in there, Bill Burr. Um, he played, uh, I think, uh, Meadows. I, 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 I'm so oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was really good in it. Um, he was kind of comedic and he's a, he is a comedian but he did have some comedic lines he, he um he yeah. made, refer, made reference to Jar Jar Binks the Gungans in this episode and I, I thought that was kind of funny yeah and although he did use the word white ass like yes. he's from New York <laughs> yeah I thought that was interesting the language uh, uh, in that particular episode and there was almost some f-bomb drop as well so I, I thought that was kind of interesting um, uh, in this episode that the, the dialogue was was different maybe because of Bill Burr but likely because of the writing team decided to uh, spice things up a bit with the dialogue and I, I enjoyed it uh, a lot of cool fight scenes with uh, the robot the the, uh, the guards the robot guards yep and, and and um, and we saw nostalgia points with uh, um, I call it the recon droid, that little uh, remote control type car droid. Oh, oh, that's a mouse droid. Mouse droid. Yeah, and Berg just 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 screwed it up. <laughs> well, gotta keep it PG thirteen, everyone. Y- yes, <clears throat> exactly. But yeah, no, I, yeah, I thought it was a really cool episode. You kind of knew that the team would would uh betray the mandalorian at some point it just he had that kind of feeling throughout the episode and it, it did happen but um uh he definitely got his revenge and i have a feeling in a future season we're gonna see these characters again that survived um i just yeah mm-hmm. unfortunately for ran and the prisoner they did not no no they but- were killed by directors <laughs> yeah, they were definitely killed by directors. That that ship was definitely destroyed because uh, Mandalorian was was uh, tr- uh, sly, tricky enough to to plant the homing beacon on the prisoner and, and get him back. And yeah, it, it was a really good episode. I really really enjoyed that one. I, I definitely would give it a strong like eight out of ten. Yeah, on, me. On it's a nine because of the Clone Wars. Connection mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. actors, right, and the director cameos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a nine for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, I yeah. I agree. Like I, I give it an eight, but it's definitely I could make a strong case for a nine as well. It, it, 
Really enjoyed it. Um, and, and that brings us to today's episode, uh, chapter seven, the 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 reckoning. Oh, the rec- before we get to that, mm-hmm. clear reminder, everyone, that the reason it was on Wednesday instead of Friday, it's because the rise of Skywalker is in two days. Right. Yeah. They, I guess they didn't want to overlap with the fans, uh, the, the two entities, this rise of Skywalker Mandalorian kind of wanted this weekend to be rise of Skywalker weekend. It makes sense. And I, I appreciate that. Now, but now we got to wait until next Friday, uh, for, for the next Mandal, the final, the season ending episode next week. But, um, yeah, the reckoning was directed by Deborah Chow. And she did another great job. I'm really looking forward to Obi-Wan now because she's in charge of, of that series. And, and she's doing a really good job with uh, the Mandalorian episodes she directed. And in this, we have a lot of uh, returning characters in, in this episode. Uh, uh, Quill, uh, who, who helped uh, the Mandalorian in, in, the, in the first episode and the second he returned. Uh, Cara Dune, play, played by Gina Carano, she returned in this episode. Yeah, and she got some mixed martial arts resume to oh, life. Oh, oh, yeah. She In the opening scene where she's shown in this episode, she's fighting some guy for money. And, um, yeah, she lots of kicks and punches. She, she's You can tell she's a fighter. Yes, and, uh, from the UFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if she actually fought in the UFC, but but uh, yeah, she she was a, a mixed martial artist, and uh, um, yeah, she uh, w- was a highly ranked um, a competitor in mixed martial arts for women, and um, yeah, she was great in this episode. And we had return of IG Eleven, who got reprogrammed. Um, thought that was interesting. They they kind of made it seem like he was going to turn at any moment, like the way. Uh, Deborah Chow directed it, it the the way she focused on on its uh, face. I guess uh, it made it seem like oh this thing can uh, turn any second. Um, so I thought I thought that was interesting, um, but it's it's just a, a protocol droid now. It's just a servant. It's not a, an assassin. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with IG Eleven in the next episode. Um, am I missing anyone that that returned? No. Oh, the client. Oh yes, yes. How can I forget? Yeah, the client, uh, played by Herner Werzog. He was in it. He was, he's always good in whatever he does. Uh, and uh, but it looks like he's done. Um, yeah, and I was gonna. Uh, did you mention Carl Weathers? Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, that was a that was a cool scene with Carl Weathers uh, when he returned, and he was gonna double cross the Mandalorian, but he was healed by Baby Yoda after a, an attack from creatures that I don't know. Uh, well, well, even though ones kind of sound like the uh, music from the Winter Soldier, where the Winter Soldier appears, mm-hmm. that screeching. That kind of reminds me of the Winter Soldier thing. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, do we know what creatures those were? I I don't. They look like I think they kind of look like dragons. Yeah, yeah. It was it was at night. The scene, and uh, they 
it was a cool scene because of the laser fire lit up the sky, a lot of fire. And, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that scene, but I just, I, I didn't know what was actually attacking them. It kind of looked like pterodactyls or dragons of some kind. Or, or maybe it could be the same ones from Empire Strikes Back. Mm, yes, it could be, yeah. That had Leia. Yes, yeah. Or spook her. Right, yeah. It's hard to say what those were um, because we didn't really get a good glimpse of them. But uh, one uh, severely injured and poisoned uh, Carl Weathers' uh, character, uh, Baby Yoda came in and healed him. So that led... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was another cool scene. Kind of forgot that the Jedi's have that power. Uh, oh, and, oh yeah, Ferris Offy from the Legends. Mm-hmm. I I saw her a uh, picture where she's healing a clone trooper. Mm-hmm. That was Ferris Offy before oh. she became the Sith. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. who framed Ahsoka for the murder of a bomb terrorist? Right. At the Jedi Temple, but but we but there is a. Return of the Death Troopers. Yes, yes, that was what I was going to get to next. Yeah, the, the Death Troopers made an appearance in this one. But um, there was no accident. Oh. When definitely. they killed the uh, Stormtroopers, that was no accident. No. It, they were part of the client. And, the Gide- and there's Moff Gideon. Played right. by... Uh, Giancarlo... Esposito. Yep, Esposito. Yes, and uh, we know him as Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. And he he is definitely the big boss of the season. He is the bad guy. Um, he, he looks like a, a a general of some kind for the, well, well, he's for the an Empire. Ex, he's an ex-imperial agent. Right, right. And he wants Baby Yoda... Uh, who knows what they're going to do with him, but but uh, they they definitely want him. And now, it, this episode ends with a major cliffhanger. The Mandalorian, Cara Dune, and Carl Weathers are, are pinned down uh, in, 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 the, in the base of the client. So I, don't, I have no clue how they're getting out of that one. Well, and there's, and there's his stormtroopers. Uh, and, you know, Moff Gideon. Yeah. Well, he got his own stormtroopers, but I think this must be the rise of the First Order. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah, it it could be. And sadly, Baby Yoda was snatched. Mm -hmm. And a Gorgas, of course, killed. But don't know about Quill, though. Mm -hmm. No, Quill definitely looked like he's down don't know if he's dead but he, he definitely got uh, shot and is down he couldn't communicate with the mandalorian uh, baby yoda got snatched up so yeah major major cliffhanger uh, on on this episode but to me it's one of my favorites of the season so far it, it's definitely a 9 out of 10 on this episode i i was engaged the whole time like i am every episode but this one for some reason was a little extra because i think um it felt like something big was going to happen the whole time so yeah yeah this is one of my favorites so far 
uh, of the season. What or do you think? What do you what do you give this episode? Or well, sorry, chapter. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to say this, but I give it a ten. Oh, and it's gonna be it's gonna be the second favorite episode of mine. Mm-hmm. Episode three is still my favorite, though. Oh yes, yeah, no that that one is definitely up there. Um, yeah, I, I would. Yeah, it's really close. Those this one and episode three, or sorry, chapter three are are, are really close. Um, they're really well done. Um, really enjoyed both of those. So, yeah, I, I'm just really, really uh, anticipating this next episode. This whole um, Mandalorian series so far has been excellent. Like, uh, kind of surprising, like considering um, the the pre- the uh, the new uh, Star Wars trilogy under Kathleen Kennedy has been just okay. But this is the first thing that we've seen that everybody likes i haven't seen any negative press towards the mandalorian at all so that although Mm -hmm. john favreau and dave filoni are the ones behind this yes project yes definitely yeah yeah no they should definitely receive all the credit really uh those two uh have done a great job with it i uh, i hope they bring it and i'm pretty much guaranteeing Season two is coming at some point. So, um, yeah, hopefully they get a movie deal as well or, or some sort of uh, contributor on, on the next Star Wars movie, whatever that is, um, uh, because they're, they're just doing a great job. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. The, and well, we get got done with the positivity. Mm-hmm. Let's unfortunately go to the negativity. Yeah, unfortunately, there there is some negativity. I was hoping that there wouldn't be any negativity, but yes, it's happening. Um, the the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker uh, it premiered. Um, when was it Tuesday night? Yes, uh, it was. It was actually the red carpet on Monday. Oh, it was a, it was a Monday night. Okay, so the red carpet was Monday night, and now critics are beginning to to view it. And the reviews are mixed. I, I would it's right now on Rotten Tomatoes, it's 58%. So definitely mixed reviews. But uh, we're, we're seeing a lot of words like uh, convoluted and disappointing. And, and um, people walking out of the theater. Um, so it, it's a major concern for all Star Wars fans who haven't seen it yet um, that they're walking into something not so good. Um, what what else have you heard out there for uh, critics reviews? Have you heard anything? Well, all I remember from IGN, it was a seven point Yeah, IGN was pretty not so negative. It's a seven, so that's that's good. Even though they point out the flaws. Oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. not all of them have to be perfect. You know. Right, There's right. floss in there. Right. Yeah. It It's kind of surprising because J.J. Uh, Abrams' movies are usually kind of simple and, and, you know, easy to follow. So when I heard the, the, the word convoluted story and plot, that's not good. That's not, that's not Star Wars. Star Wars is, is usually pretty simple and straightforward and you understand what they're doing and why they're doing it. Um, so 
Yeah, hopefully that's the case. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I heard that they kind of fixed some things. Some mysteries are are revealed. So so that's good. Um, but um, yeah, a lot. I've heard a lot of people say that it's like 50 50 have to said nope this is not this is not what we wanted and then other fans are saying this is a very satisfying fun movie i think all star wars fans will enjoy it <laughs> but um it, it's gonna be it's gonna be split right down the middle i think with this one there's gonna be half the fan base will love it half the fan base are, are gonna despise it like hate oh, it. yeah <laughs> also everyone and with KFC and I, we're going to be really, really honest about this film. Yes. You know, what's, what's our positives about that film and what's our negatives. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. that's, it's going to be hopefully, you know, not debatable, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, 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 my guess, like we haven't seen it, but I'm going to guess that we're going to, we're going to see points that are positive And then we're going to see some points that are negative, just like all the other ones as well. Like the last Jedi, like when I watched the last Jedi, when I left the theater, I felt like it was good, but then I started to think about some of the things and then I, I kind of changed my opinion on it a little bit. Um, but it's still good. Um, but there, there's just some things in it I just I just didn't really like, and I think that's going to happen uh, with the Rise of Skywalker too. There's going to be some things in it I just just don't really like. Um, so, but I'm still looking forward to seeing it. I'm actually going to see it on Friday, and uh, but uh, we'll have a full review, um, non-spoiler review, and then a spoiler review uh, in a couple weeks. Um, so uh, stay tuned for that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll, we'll also talk about the Mandalorian, uh, chapter eight. We'll, we'll have that as well in a couple weeks. Um, is there any, anything else you want to add about, uh, rise of Skywalker or rapid fire? Or... Oh yeah. The, uh, rapid fire. Yep. Of of Star Wars related? Anything. And this is a hypothetical. This is a high okay. hypothetical. Uh, okay. Will Will Rise of Skywalker be worse on Ron Tomatoes than the Phantom Menace? Mm. hmm Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, do you remember the Phantom Menace score? Uh it was fifty three percent on the critics and yeah. fifty nine. Well, Pretty split on the audience mm. at fifty nine percent. Yeah. Um, well, right now it's at fifty eight, but but there's still more scores to come in. So, will the number? Uh, I think I think the number will go down. It, just just judging by what I've heard, uh, I, I think the number will go down. I think it might be very close to the Phantom Menace. What, oh, what do and you speaking think? of, yeah. I was referring to the Phantom Menace, the score. Yes. And I was actually referring to the Phantom Menace score, the uh, 53% in the uh, critics. Right. And 59 for the audience, the Phantom Menace. Okay. But, but although it's uh, like, a, like a roller coaster ride of critics in, the, uh, in Rise of Skywalker. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 just one of those movies that's polarizing. It's going to be half the fan base loves it and half the fan base doesn't. Like I feel like the Force Awakens. People loved that movie at first. Um, when they came out of the theater, everyone was happy about it. But over time, I think people are less happy about it. So, I don't know. I, I just it, This feels like, from what I'm reading, that people are going to stick to their opinion on this one. It's not going to change over time. I think if, if you don't like it when you first see it, you're not going to like it ever. Um, that's that's what it sounds like for me, anyways. Like from what our people are saying about it. Um, so it, it's just going to be an interesting topic to talk about um, if you liked it or not. Um, yeah. So, so what do you think the future of Star Wars will be? If because with this critical score, maybe some people will stay away from it. Um. And it won't make as much money as the Last Jedi. That that's a possibility now because of the score. Um, so you you think they'll stop making Star Wars movies for a long while? Oh well, well according to soon to be former president Kathleen Kennedy, <laughs> saying yeah. uh, say that the future will not be around will not be the trilogies. You know, right. uh, which is probably a good idea. Um, so they're, you're saying that they're they're going to focus on single films, and if it does, mm-hmm. that video game, or of course, kid Disney Plus originals mm-hmm. like Kenobi, which I'm right. really excited about, yeah. and the Cats and Andor one, not so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the Cats and Andor show. I don't think it'll be as good as the Mandalorian. I, I, they probably should have started with his show and then went to the Mandalorian. Maybe I, um, I hope I'm wrong, but it, I don't think this one will be highly anticipated. It, it's season two of the Mandalorian. That will be the highly anticipated and the Kenobi show will be anticipated as well. Um, but uh, this Cassian Endor um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Or maybe it'll be a mixed bag. Yeah, yeah. I'll still watch it. It's Star Wars, so I'll. But I think expectations will be low, and and there won't be as much uh, buzz about it. And um, the the Baby Yoda um, buzz, like the excitement over this character, that I think that's a major factor for. Um, like non Star Wars fans, but for the co- core Star Wars fans, I don't. Baby Yoda is cool, but it, it's not. He's not that. It's not that big of a draw, I think. What 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 do you think? Do you think Baby Yoda is the main reason why people are watching this? Well, I, well, 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 because I think the uh, well the main reason was because of John Favreau, Dave Filoni knows how to create. Knows how to make it like, feel, get a Star Wars ump, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I think I think people are just into the memes and, and the the internet photos, but they're not 
when you ask about the show, they don't really know. So uh, I think the core fans are just into the show and uh, want to see where it goes. And, and, and there's, a, there's a lot of stuff they could cover uh, in, in between um, the events of Return of the Jedi and before The Force Awakens. A lot of, I'm sure there was a lot of stuff that happened they, they could cover. So, um, like, like the Battle of Jakku, that, that's never been shown anywhere. Well, except for two things. Battlefront 2, single-player mm-hmm. campaign, and right. Aftermath book, Empire Sand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we're assuming that The Mandalorian takes place before or after the, the Battle of Jakku. Actually, it took place after the Battle of Jakku. Oh, it does? Okay. Yeah, because it's in between of Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I wasn't really quite sure on that one. Because, um, uh, yeah, it makes sense. Because the Battle of Jakku was basically the end of the Empire. Like, that was the... They kind of defeated them, right? So Yep. And there's uh, surviving empires, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But with Episode 7, that's, that's the rise of the First Order. Yeah, it does appear that way, yes. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if we'll see, we'll see the transformation from Stormtrooper to First Order Stormtrooper. Storm yeah. I wonder if we'll, we'll get to see that. That, that would be interesting as well. Um, to see, but yeah, it's kind of funny. We're more looking forward to the future of TV than than the movies. Like it, it's kind of kind of weird, but but I, I, mm-hmm. yes, go I'm ahead. sorry to interrupt, but that got me to a topic. Yeah, Baby Yoda will not be available till till April 2020. <laughs> you mean the merchandise? Yes. Y- yeah. Yeah, it, it's kind of uh, funny, um, but I kind of appreciate that they did that. I, because, you know, if, if they started making these toys months ago, then it would have got leaked and the, the, the surprise would it would be spoiled. Um, if they started creating these toys, people would start knowing about Baby Yoda, his existence. Um, so... They kind of um, said, "Okay, let, let's let's make the money later, and, and bring out these toys in, in, in for Easter 2020, uh, and then we'll sell them." So, I, I, yeah, I think that's that's kind of cool that they did that. I'm kind of glad they did because it, it would have uh, taken away from the Mandalorian if we knew about Baby Yoda before uh, that first episode. Yeah, oh, and I was going to mention one more thing. Mm-hmm. It can't be Star Wars without a non-geek topic, or a rabbit okay. bar, sports. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. well, there's some athletes that are like Star Wars geeks, like mm-hmm. WWE superstar Zack Ryder, NASCAR mm-hmm. drivers, yeah. Ryan Blaney, and when I was listening to Racing Rock Radio on Rock 108, Austin Centric. Mm, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure they're really looking forward to the movie as well. Um, but I know the only athlete that I remember that uh, was a big Star Wars fan was a former pitcher for the Mets and Blue Jays, uh, R. A. Dickey. Um, he he was he's a knuckleball thrower. He he uh, was a big Star Wars fan. He always came out when he when he was warming up on the mound. He always had Star Wars music. Go, going off in the stadium while he was warming up. So, um, yeah, he's a big Star Wars fan. I'm sure he's really pumped up for this movie and the Mandalorian. Um, so, yeah, lo- lots of Star Wars fans out there, um, especially with uh, Baby Yoda. They're, they're, like, not afraid to, to mention Baby Yoda because it's so popular. It's crazy, but, yeah. Um yeah, there was a, another thing I wanted to talk to you about, but I just forgot. All <laughs> uh, right, that's okay. Um, yeah, so I guess, I guess that's it for uh, episode fifty-one. It was all Star Wars, all the time. But and, and we'll be back in a couple weeks, um, Christmas break, and episode fifty-two will be another all Star Wars episode. We're going to talk about. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, spoiler review, non-spoiler review, and ep- keep saying episode chapter eight of the Mandalorian, the the season finale, and um, so there's gonna be a lot to talk about the next time we speak. Uh, this next episode, it might be an extra long edition. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that goes uh, in a couple weeks. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, we're gonna have a lot of things to share um in a couple weeks so um yeah i guess i guess that's it for episode 51 um before we go you want to say uh, merry christmas happy holidays to all the listeners thanks for continuing to listen to geek city uh we appreciate that um and uh happy 2020 prosperous 2020 uh, any, you got anything to say to the listeners? Um, or, of course. Yeah. Well, speaking of the break, I might, I might have to do a Christmas episode of the Wednesday Wicked, mm-hmm. where I talk about, of course, the infamous holiday special. Oh yes. And yeah. of course, and, and John, and do I think John Favreau's is a good idea for bonus content? Mm-hmm. I will give my honest answer, but mm-hmm. that's going to be for next week. Oh, and okay. everyone, have a merry, merry Christmas, a happy New Year, and may the Force be with you with this Star Wars only episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, well said, and uh, yeah, and thank you for listening. <laughs>